I poke the head jokes. You want to get us started off, Mr. Kula, or? I really don't. But, I don't have a choice at the moment. Um, This is episode 165. Not really. All right, well, 164. Yeah, 164.5, I guess. Our two guests that we have, uh, Tevin the Destroyer, E, who we have not given a name yet other than Little Spoon. Little Spoon. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that, but There's no yeah. respect. I, I said it once. We got to get your shirt ready soon. Soon come. No respect. It's the homies. It's the homies. Yeah, the logo's done. Homies. I just haven't showed anybody. Uh-oh. <laughs> I haven't showed nobody. I'm ready. I, I got I got that shit saved until like we could reconvene. And, yeah. I got one shirt so on. So the next Chicago trip. Shirt on. Well, no, not even the next Tampa. Chicago trip. Next one is Tampa, right? Right, I mean, right, right, Tav. Daytona, wasn't it? Daytona Beach. Oh, Tampa, Daytona. I'm in WrestleMania. Yeah, like, but. Yeah, either way, we're here. Welcome to episode 164.5. We are here with myself, Mr. Kula, Mr. Alex is here, Tevin is here, our guy E is here, the spoons are here. <laughs> uh, so we're in the middle of uh, quarantine. quarantine. Right? So Not really. It's not a real quarantine, but this is the best version of a real quarantine we'll get. So I don't want to wish a real quarantine on us. That'd be way worse. But shit, we're here. That's why we have this video chat going on. We wanted to at least keep in touch and talk some wrestling shit with you guys. Um, Recently, we had the two episodes of Dark Side of Wrestling. Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring. And it was based on none other than Chris Benoit and his tragedy. Um, I don't even know where to start with this because we already know all the theories of of kayfabe still being alive between Nancy, Chris, and Kevin Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's believable, but it's not believable. Some people do still believe it. I have a hard time believing and disbelieving it. It's like I'm teetering in between the two because it's really some it's really some crazy shit. It's really a different situation, but I think similar to the to the season one of uh Brody um Bruiser Brody, his episode was really good too, but I think it was just some fucked up shit. Yeah, I think it was yeah, some stuff sure. that it was just it was just so believable in their character because Chris Benoit, he never took a day off. No. He never took a day off, and they never gave him a day off because he never asked for it. Him and Eddie. So, yeah, and their work effort, uh, ethic was just ridiculous when he pretty much had put himself on punishment when they were saying that he was in a, in a locker room doing squats after one slip-up. That oh, shit was crazy. A live show. 
That yeah. shit was nuts. When I saw that, like, when they said that shit, I was like, yo, that dude was a perfectionist to, like, yeah. fucking T. Because, like, he missed one thing, and you're doing... Yeah. Well, how many squats was it? 500? I think 500. But, you know, the funny thing is, 500 to him was nothing. I did 200 the other day, my fucking legs were still killing me. So, it's like... Yeah, that's him, that was just, like, get through He was it. built like a running back, though. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. He was a little stocky motherfucker. Yeah, I watched, um... I watched a little bit of the clips of the New Japan match that they had uh, together. Eddie as Tiger Mask and, um, and Benoit as um, as the um, Wild Pegasus. Was oh, he my- actually Tiger Mask, though? <laughs> yes. Oh, he good. Was, I didn't know that. He was that. Black Tiger. He was Black, black tiger. tiger. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, he was Black Tiger. You can tell it's him. You can tell based on the body shape. Oh, he yeah. looks... He looks like a he looks like a big version of Eddie. He doesn't look like Eddie from WCW. He looks bigger. Yeah, Hattori used to make fun of him. Like he said it. Like that. Uh, Jericho <laughs> said that Hattori would make fun of him, saying like, "You have big body. You're like a flamingo. You have a big body." But he looked like that. Daniel Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely. He did. looked like Daniel Tiger had mustache. Their match. But the, to go back to the mask, it was very aggressive, and you can see how it. You can see the difference. All the matches. Yeah, but it you you think it was New a Japan New Japan match. New Japan is very different, and that's why we watch more of that because it's more of a strong style match. It's like <clears throat> it's more similar to the way they hit in UFC than the way they hit in WWE. That's what I compare. New Japan is is very more violent and aggressive than WWE. It's more it's more comparable to UFC because of course you have the gloves on, but it's still like that aggression that 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 real like they're not pulling any punches. It, yeah, motherfuckers uh, hit each other. Like if you watch if you watch now a match it, between if you watch now a match between like fucking. The Stone Pitbull versus fucking um, Minoru Suzuki, like that's they're they're hitting each other. Even though it's like practice hitting, they're still hitting each other to a certain degree. So imagine back in the early eighty, late eighties, early nineties, like they're knocking each other, which lends to some of that credence to the CTE stuff. Like overall, like once when they got into the CTE stuff um, and showed all the chair shots, I was like, because like. When we used to watch it, we were just like, oh, when we were smaller and we didn't know any better. But, like, now you see it. Like, it made me think of that chair shot that Cody got not too long ago from... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. When he got hit with that, like, right on the edge. Sean Spears. And I was just like... Yes. Yeah, I was just like, holy shit. Like, it made me think of that. And I'm like, yo, that was the last, like, legit chair shot we've seen. And <clears throat> the way it... He took the a lot way of criticism he, for that, though. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, and that's the reason why. Because um, when you see uh, many, when you see a series like this that goes in depth into like, oh, how something like this could happen, maybe this is the reason why something happened. Like when you look at the chair shots, how many chair shots people would take, and how Chris Jericho described it, like that was like a bad, like a, that was something you Badger had to go Army. through back in the day. Yeah, bad honor. Be like, you're gonna tense up your fucking neck, your muscles, just, your whole body, and just, and just wait for it. Like when he said that shit, I was just like, nah. I was like, I, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't have. Yeah, it's. I've fallen on my head on like 
grass, bro. That shit hurt. <laughs> you wasn't tapped. You were playing you football. <laughs> wasn't a... That's even worse. You got pads and everything. Yeah, uh, you bust your ass, and it's like, it's, yeah, nah, I'm good. Like, fuck out of here. Like, let's even go back to, like, the New Japan thing. You said you brought up the name of uh, Suzuki Minoru. He had a match with um, uh, John Moxley. You can tell how new Moxley is to New Japan by just the way that he's hitting him. Yeah. Even just the chops, even just the, the forearms, it's very different because Moxley is so super trained by WWE. It doesn't come. It doesn't go the same way. It's it's still like you're throwing a punch, but you're pulling back some. It doesn't look. It doesn't look as effective, but it's effective. It just oh, doesn't yeah. look as. Effective. Yeah. Um. So, like, what are your thoughts on the whole, like after watching yeah. both episodes? I want to hear after tabs. watching both parts, like. What do y'all think happened? Do y'all think like because uh, obviously we spoke last time like on the podcast talking about how it it the CTE like obviously that was possible that was a, probably the highest possible explanation that could come out of probably ninety percent ninety five percent even between eighty five to ninety percent between eighty five to ninety five percent probability that's what led to him um doing what he did uh. Mm-hmm. I also want to say the last, the camel that's, um, the straw that broke the camel's back was Eddie Guerrero dying, obviously. Um, that was like, he had no out that's after that. Like, yes, he had his wife. Yes, he had like his, his children and whatnot, but he didn't have his closest confidant anymore. He didn't have like, the brother that he had. Exactly. And like we discussed, we said that like, it's like losing a third of you, like, because it was him. It was Nancy and it was Eddie. Like that that was what kept them together. More so Eddie than Nancy. So like um do you think that it is attributed to the CTE? Or do you think that it's the other theories, like any other theory that might be out there, like again with the Kevin Sullivan thing, like I'm sure we know the theories. It's just what there's also think? a theory of you WWE, the of even WWE as well. So like there's a lot to it. What do you, yeah, just, yeah, I want to hear Tap first. We hit, yeah, I want to hear Tap first. I was saying let E go first because okay. I need my trouble. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a list. I mean, we all heard the jokes I'll that be right you know, back. Kevin Sullivan had something to do with the, you know, with the death. Yeah. But it's just, you know, PTSD is a motherfucker, you know? And that makes that in with the CTE, you know? Makes you do different things, you know. He was yeah. he was on alcohol. He was on the steroids. He was you know on on all these things. Something. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I can yeah I can definitely see that because while I was watching, um, they started talking about woman. She had, yeah. just talking about her and her um, deserving to be inside of the Hall of Fame. Whether Eddie, I mean whether um. Benoit deserves it or not, she does as woman, because she has a she has a list of of clients as as a valet or as a manager. She has a oh, list put her of in put her in as woman. Yes, but, you know, with Without her maiden name, Nancy, yeah. Nancy, whatever. Yeah, that should have happened, but at the same time, there's parts. 
there's there's there is a belief that she own that she put her she put all her eggs in one basket and then moved it from one basket to another with the whole Kevin and and Chris thing. Yo, but, but she, who put your she, wife in a storyline like that though? That's his own. Honestly speaking, that's his own fault. And they even talked about how it's yeah, yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a joke like, that he booked, he his, booked his own divorce. Exactly. Yeah, but so you, like, you never know. But at the same time, it goes back to the 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 connection that he had with Chris. Whatever that connection was, it wasn't as strong as what Chris and Nancy was building at the same time. Their friendship wasn't as strong. Their um, it wasn't there because if I believe that their friendship was that strong, maybe that divorce wouldn't have happened. With, well, maybe the divorce would have happened, but. I doubt that the new marriage with Chris would have happened. Whether whether you're, I don't mind the booking of a divorce, but the booking of a new marriage is more is more questionable to me. Yeah, because like whatever happens with you and your wife is one thing, but then the next guy to step in is the other guy that you supposed that's supposed to be your friend or supposed to be the storyline. That's the troubling part. I mean, we kind of saw this again with the whole like. Matt Hardy, Lita, and and yeah. um fucking Jericho thing. Like we we saw it play out twice in like what span of tw- twenty years. Possibly? Even um oh you mean uh Matt you mean uh Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy. Hardy and CM Punk? Oh yeah, Or or it could have even been a possibility of happening with Lana Rusev and Dolph. Exactly. Sometime. Certain storylines don't need to happen, and I get it. Sometimes what's real, it, what happens in real life carries on on screen better, but sometimes it just doesn't need to be utilized that way. Agreed. Agreed. Personal, Yeah, but I yeah, but a lot of people say that she put too many uh, all her eggs in one basket with the from going from Chris. I'm going from Kevin to going to Chris, and that's why I think the idea of uh, of kayfabe in this story is still alive because no one really like not too many people know of that storyline today. But going back onto the the network and seeing what it is about is like is 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 a mind blow. It's like how and why would anybody even do that? But you just never know, and you just ratings. Y- yeah, ratings, and sometimes ratings. And sometimes you're like you know you really need it. You need something. You would you would you would rather the real pop and a real reaction than a flop of a pop or a reaction. Yeah, because it, it like it happens a lot. Like a lot of the times we all like one of the one of the biggest phrases is art imitating life, and that's what happens. It doesn't just happen in wrestling. It happens all over the place, but. Yeah, it's just crazy. Even down to, um, I want to go to. Uh, I think it was the first episode. It's weird and... that you say that. Well, uh, go ahead, Tev. My bad. It's uh, <laughs> it's weird that you say that. Like the whole um, life imitating all, because they were saying the same exact thing in the Macho Man one as well. It's true. Because imitating life as as aggressive he may, he might have seemed in the ring with her, like, when she was coming down to the ring, he was kind of the same way. He was always, like, had tabs on her and whatnot. Yeah, there was this obsessiveness to it at some point. So, like, yeah. it, I could easily see how that would carry, whether 
you're thinking of it Chris Benoit and Nancy or Kevin Sullivan to Nancy still holding on to something that's yeah. not there anymore that could potentially lead to a whole frame up, cover up, whatever this and that. Like it just either way, it's that attachment, that obsession. Like if if it so happens that it's true that he did do that, it's one hundred percent true. Then um, that Benoit, you know, did the double murder suicide. Then. I think for the most part, we can just say that, you know, we can attribute it to the CTE and to PTSD with him losing his um, best friend and also, like, the alcoholism, the the steroids, and on top of that, like, whatever painkillers he was on because, yeah, honestly that's speaking, that's, that's just a bad mix over. It's it's the yeah. perfect storm of yeah. of having something like that happen. Self-destruction. Yeah, it's, it's a tempest and you're just going to be in it, like... There's, yeah. there's really no way out of it unless, like, the only time they said that he started to somewhat come out of it was when they gave him a journal that, so he could write to Eddie or something like that. Like, that's what started making him better. But yeah. then, who knows, maybe he had a bad night at the at one of the events, got home, started drinking, and led to everything happening. Yeah, because a lot of the times what they would say, what um, even Jericho would say is he was sad every time he went somewhere because every time he went somewhere, he said the last, he would say out loud the last time I was here, I was with Eddie. Yeah. So it's even to the, it's even to the detriment of even being able to make new memories or even being willing to. That's part, that might be part of CTE as well. Like, you're not willing to make or you're not willing to make new friends or have old friendships flourish in this moment. You're so closed off where you don't want anything or you're not trying to nurture other relationships. You can't be just being so closed off like that is not healthy. And we're, this is what I have to say while we're in a quarantine, <laughs> but it's just not it's just not healthy to 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 isolate yourself that way. Even look, when you're around people, you have nothing to say. It, I mean, but but much to say. I would rather say. I mean, think about it though. Like, I, I understand what you mean, but at the same time, you have to you have to think about it from his perspective. Your best friend that you traveled with every day, that you saw every day, you joked around with every day, you confided in him for every 20 day. Plus it, years. It, for for twenty plus years is gone, right? How do you restart that with somebody else? How do you even, like, begin to try to think that? Because, like, what you have to think is, okay, now he's gone. One, what the fuck am I going to do? Two, who the fuck can replace him? Three, do I really want to start this all over again with somebody in the wrestling world that might be dead in another five years at the rate they were going with all the steroids, with all the... Okay, that last bullet point... That last bullet point is the most is is the most important one. Yeah, because you can you can go to your best friend's nephew. You can go to Chavo because Chavo could. Chavo he needs help. You cannot tell me Chavo does not need help. No, of course, in his heart true. and soul at this point because he just found his uncle face down and gurgling and just just that fades away. Just fades away. So that one kind of wrecked me too, man. Oh no, that ripped yeah. me. I'm watching. I'm sitting there like I'm damn near about to cry, damn near tearing up. I'm like Jesus. Like I, I end up sending out texts saying, 
I said, uh, Chavo, we love you. Malenko, we love you. Vicky, we love you. And and the families as well, we love you. Because that's not something to play with. Like, you to be able to just cradle someone out of their life. Yeah. That is, that is, the, that is the, like, the most craziest thing I've ever seen on, seen anyone talk about on, on television. Exactly, and the fact that he got pretty much through the whole thing talking about it, and then only at the end, like even had to like stop, like he got through most of it, like ninety nine percent. He didn't break like, it as much as I thought he would. Yeah, exactly. Um, especially in such a moment, but at the same time, it's just like you you have a point. He should have probably tried to find Chavo in that time, but at the same time, Chavo isn't Eddie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was probably oh, cool. Yeah, he was probably he... cool with Chavo, but at the same time, like. Eddie was the one he hung his hat on. Eddie was the one that he could always rely on. Even though Chavo is probably just as reliable, just as all that. Like, it's just, it's not Eddie at the end of the day. Also, did Chavo make the effort? What about, what about Jericho? That's true. Did Jericho, Jericho too? They, they, the they tried a little bit. They tried a little bit, but it goes back to how closed off Chris was. Like, it was very closed off. So it goes back to that, but it's still the fact that if you're closed off, if I'm closed off after my best friend dies and you see that, how much of a, of a good friend are you to say he's going through something? I should leave him alone. If he's going through something that we're all going through, I need a crutch. He needed he needed many crutches. As much True. as people probably tried to 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 reach out, even down to that fucking text that he sent Chavo. That that was my biggest issue, which is what we yeah, discussed last like, time. Like as weird as those texts were, at help, three a.m. Like reach out get up for and go over there. Reach out yeah. for me, or even do that wellness check before Vince does it. Before WWE does it, do that wellness check. You might have you might have just saved one person, whether it was Chris or another. Because I'm one not gonna person- lie, like I've I've gotten a text like at fucking one in the morning saying like, "Yo, I need your help. Like, you need to get here now." Motherfucker was all the way in Brooklyn. I was just like, "It's one a.m. They wouldn't be texting me for no reason." Yeah, I was like, "I'll be there in 30, 30 35 minutes." So I was like, "I'm just gonna get an Uber." I was there in 30, 35 minutes. Hey, like me being there made a whole fucking difference. Like. It was a shit situation, and it made the it made the difference. Like it could have went another way, um, and it did make the difference. So, like for me, like that's why when he said that he got that at two three a.m. that text, like a weird text, not even saying like handy help, but like the dogs are gonna be out in the back. Like the fuck? what do you mean? I've never the asked about the, the, the like, dogs. I never. Like, asked- dogs, and you're telling me about the dogs, and then you get it from the wife thing too. How- yeah, like that's even so like if I'm getting the same text from the wife and the husband, I'm like calling nine one one. The same like, weird text. The same weird text. You got to exactly. put that into context. It's a weird text at a at a specific time. It's alarming. And then you find I'm I'm Yeah, I'm <laughs> the fire. What? What are we talking about? You know what? Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm I mean, doing my shit on the phone. Okay. And I saw a Firefly Funhouse. Oh, you just got the notification. All right, but... Uh, John Cena and the Fiend. 
Yeah, like you get two weird texts from from two spouses that you know oh, are yeah. great friends of you and your you and your brother who has your uncle who has passed. You yeah, you have to you have to reach out, you have to look out because he's been he's been being weird. He broke down super crazy on the on a live episode for SmackDown talking about Eddie. That that man needs time off. He ne- he needed a lot more than he definitely did. needed time off. Yeah, that was my biggest thing. Like he went he first time time off. Yeah, like I don't care who you are. If he breaks down like that, you need time off. Well, maybe you don't need time off. Maybe you do need to be here, but you don't need to work. Maybe you need to be around just the love of the locker room. No, he shouldn't have been around. Period. That's too. Nope. Honestly. Or at least a couple Did months. Did you see that? Did you see that video though? The tribute video. Yeah, dude, he could barely get anything out. Exactly. Yeah. I remember watching that day off, and I was sitting there looking at him like, "This man looks—he's crying like a baby." He was crying like a baby, and he had to be about thirty something. And I know it's never hard. It's never easy to lose someone. I know it's hard as an understatement when you lose somebody. But it's still like. That was like as if his wife died or his mother died, honestly. Like that was the equivalent of that. And like, so to see that on national television, at least, or at least on USA, where the fuck it was, or TNT at the time, um, to see that, it's like, as Vince McMahon or as, you know, the wellness checks or whatever, like the. The well policy, the well being policy, whatever the fuck it's called, the wellness policy, like whoever was in charge of that and saw that and you put that on live TV, like send him home. Yeah. Because that's that's why you have bereavement. Even even at work. Even at work. If somebody's like grandmother dies or whatever, this and that, like you have the bereavement. You have bereavement days to take. And yeah, he he wanted to go to work, but at the same time, like you you as a a company, as a that has an HR um and everything like that like you have to like kind of force him out like yo go home or you're not gonna perform you can be here but you're not gonna perform um and like you could at least set those policies in place for that type like back then so like it's i'm not saying it's wwe's fault i'm not saying it's vince's fault either but at the same time like they could have done something to help him or at least like gotten him counselors or whatever it's like Helping like grief counselors, like that's yeah. what they're for. Nobody stepped in really to try to they like have grief counselors in WWE. Either way, it doesn't matter. You can fucking hire somebody yeah. for him. That's what I'm saying. Like you yeah. have that much money, you have you have resources. They have almost unlimited resources to be able to do that type of shit. And we're still they, talking and, about WWE. We're still talking about the company oh. that has them as independent contractors that that don't get certain things, but exclusive. Yeah, but they but they have to be exclusive, which means you're not and you're not a fucking independent contractor Still when you're contracting. Exactly, exactly. That's so, crazy. You still yeah. gotta fill out ten ninety nine. Yeah, so we're still talking about WWE. We can tell we can tell WWE uh, a million things that they should do. Yeah, they're not gonna do it. They're not gonna do it. And the most they would probably do is just tell people take some time off. At least now, today, that's all I can see is them saying, take some time off. We'll call you. But I think not in today's day. I think they'll at least, like, if this were to happen today. Depends on who you are. No, I think if this were to happen today, regardless of who you are, because of, if it were to happen again today, like, let's say your 
somebody's best friend in the industry died. And I, I, I would assume that, I would hope that they would do it again today because they're so sensitive on so many fucking topics now mm-hmm. to the point where if this were to happen, if there were to be like another tribute, like they would have to, I think they would have to use their resources to do it because they have the whole Connors Cure thing going on. All these other initiatives going on, women in wrestling, be a star type thing. Like they have those resources already in place. Like you would have to use that nowadays. Like you would have to levy those resources or whatever resources you can. Like I'm sure they have psychiatric evaluations for people, especially after coming off of like concussions and whatever and this and that. Like I'm sure they they go or they at least should go through those things. But for the most part, like it's just I don't well, we we gotta remember they also talked about Eddie dozing off every once in a while. Well, that's during... because of his the heart disease that he didn't know he had. But they didn't check into that. He that didn't check in. into it. If you're he talking, didn't, if, didn't check into it. if you're at work and this is happening, you're not gonna tell your boss. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. At, Nobody you know. didn't. No, no, no. I mean, like, if me and you are talking as two coworkers. You're not, and, and that weird shit happens. You're not gonna say, "Hey, did you?" Did, like, did I'm so. Yeah, like, I'm sure people would reach out like, to your Yo, own. Yeah, probably thought it was exhaustion. Maybe he's just tired. Or narcolepsy. Who the fuck knows? They were you working what three hundred days a week. Well, if it if you think it's that, I'm asking me personally. I'm asking. We were talking. Did you get that? Because I saw you dozing off. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like you would say that, but then at the same time, like. Nobody like had either, know either. Nobody had the wherewithal to tell him, "Hey, you should maybe you should get that checked out," or maybe he people did I, tell him, and he was just like, "Nah, I'm fine. It happens." Maybe and it's just it being. Maybe it's just being scared of of going somebody of somebody else taking your spot, because that that's was why. That's why Benoit didn't take a day off. Yeah, that's why both of them didn't take any days off. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to say I love Jericho through all of this because he brought he brought um, Nancy's sister and he brought uh, Chris Benoit's son. Yeah. Yo, Yeah, his kid looks just like him. His, he's a twin. It's so fucking crazy like how yeah. it's kind of creepy. Even that, even the younger son looked just like him too. Like that was a crazy shit. As a baby, like he looked just like him and I was just like that's nuts, but no, yeah, like Jericho through this whole thing, like he always shot it straight during the both episodes. Like he he didn't pull no punches. He was like, yeah. yeah, we did fucking cocaine, we drank and blah blah this and that or drugs. Like fucking love no Jericho. Fucking like, I love Jericho. Like he was like, yeah, we, we we did shit like rock stars. He was like, of course. He's like the wellness wellness policy. He was like, he was like, yeah, no. He was like, yeah. There's ways around. But then he does. Then afterwards, he was like, yeah, there were ways around things, but it did get harder after certain things happened. So it was like he was. He was fucking real with it, as per usual, and, like, he, like, what he did to bring them together, that shit was dope. Like, I was watching it while I was working, um, I was doing work stuff here at home, and I was just like, yo, I was like, I just stopped doing what I was doing, I was just watching that whole part. I was like, that's why Jericho's a fucking man. Now I was like, there's nobody else that would, like, really come out and do that type of shit. Like, he's already doing so much other things. Like, he's fucking has his Fozzy. He has... The fucking Jericho Cruz. He has the um, AEW that he's helping run and put together. He was champ for how fucking long? So did he do this while he was champ as well? Like you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure he did. New but, Japan like, and 
his crews and and the movie he was just in. The movie is hilarious. What movie? What movie was that? Um, Jay and Silent Bob the reboot. He was in that. Really? He what? was the he was the um the Ku Klux Klan dude. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, I forgot. I I mean, I was high as fuck when I watched it, so it's that shit. It's on Amazon Prime if you have it, so you should watch it. Um, I downloaded it and shit, but like, and then I realized it was on Amazon Prime. I was like, oh, okay. But um, no, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's a fucking man. He's like, yeah, he's great. But what you you were saying something, Tab? I didn't get what you were saying. Oh, I was saying like throughout this whole process, like with him dying and. And whatnot, and um, you know how he died, and how he killed his family. No one ever thought about David in the whole situation, and I thought that was kind of messed up. Yeah, like they wrote off the whole. They wrote you off know, everything they, about him. They erased everything. Yeah, they just like cut him off, and it's like he didn't have any control over that. Like it's, it's crazy. Like he was being punished. You yeah, know? he was. Yeah, he was being punished as a victim for being related yeah. to to yeah. his father. And it's like. That that didn't sit well with me when like they really got into that. I was like, that's fucked up. And the same thing, like they, I, one thing that I took to heart was like how they told um, Nancy's sister that Benoit's family didn't want anything to do with her, and or um, that David, that the son didn't want anything to do with um, with Nancy's sister, and, um, and or with his versa. aunt, and vice versa. And I was just like, that's fucked up. Like because they could have at least helped each other through it the whole time until now and like yeah. how many years was it 16 years yeah i think so yeah. but yeah. but people people don't know how to grieve either way so i'll tell you that like i understand it i don't recommend it but people just don't know how to how to grieve like when some people grieve by saying some people grieve the way chris grieved he just cut off every type of contact to the outside world yeah. And he was like in he was his own eventually. head. So if he's doing that, can you imagine what the family members are doing yeah. based on the murder, the double murder suicide? So it's no real, it's no real right way to react. But it, the the most wrong way to react is isolation. Complete isolation is the wrong way to react to that. But yeah, yeah, just back to. Um, Chris and Chavo, like uh, Jericho and Chavo, those are the only two that actually reached out to both of them. Yeah. yeah. That that just shows you who they and are. Specifically David more so, because like, uh, his aunt, for the most part, probably take care of herself and everything, but like David having yeah. practically next Nothing to nobody, nobody. Like, that's, that's what really bugged me, because I'm just like, you're really going to just leave him out on an island to figure this shit out for himself. He even said it, it was like, it was a lot, like the hardest time of my life because it's like how, obviously it's the hardest time of his life. Like there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts, like because he was alone through the whole fucking process to begin with yeah. and not by choice on top of that. So it's just, it, it was, I, I found that to be really fucked up, honestly speaking, but um, it is because he got see, through it at least. Yeah, yeah. Because you even see the the reaction to Jim Ross being there at the, at the funeral. He should not have yeah. been the only one there. No, it should have been a couple of them there. It should have been okay. He's the one here for business, but everyone else is here for support. Like he, that was he's taking drugs. 
<laughs> the eye drops over there. <laughs> you can't even see your eyes. It don't even matter. But but yeah, yeah, like that was the craziest thing to me. Like just that connection. Only two people re only two people in the wrestling business, and you can't even call that the wrestling business. That's more family. At least half of that is is wrestling and half of that is is family. Because Jericho was on tours with them, but it's not the same relationship. He wasn't yeah. even part of the he wasn't even part of the of the radicals. Like if like and I yeah. love I love Malenko's idea of everything where he says what he did is unforgivable, but I don't know how to Malenko's a seller. You think nah he's not you think so? You think he's a sellout? Why do you think he's a sellout? He became a WWE producer. Well, well he's in AEW now. <laughs> but, but but it's still the he was probably I mean, he, he sticks to his beliefs or whatever but he's still legend. well yeah <laughs> like it's it's murder suicide certain things are just unforgivable you, but, yeah, to, you can't to really process them together sometimes like it's and, just like cause you can't take away the fact that he was one of the top wrestlers ever period yeah you can't, all, but then the other thing is like he still did this. And, and they and said that thing. they said that at the end of the the, the second episode, where he, Eddie and Chris are the exact same legacy, mm-hmm. same type of character. The only difference is one is praised oh. and in the Hall of Fame, and the other will never because of what he did. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. both they're both two of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm with I'm with that idea of not putting Jericho, oh not Jericho, um Benoit in the Hall of Fame. I get it, one hundred percent. is is hard to deal with, just like it's hard to deal with, like from Malenko's stance. Like I was saying, like he has great memories with with this man, but it's like you have a skewed vision on this guy because of what he did, the choices that you make. Like you you, it's the Tony Montana rule. Who who don't you hurt? Who don't you fuck with? You don't fuck with kids and women. You don't fuck with the innocent, and that's what it comes down to. Like I would I would love for this have not to been the story, but that's what we have to deal with. And it's annoying, and it, it and it hurts because it's like these are guys that you watched and you love them, and you wish that they can be more than what they are or better than what they are, but. And humans are flawed. Humans are all flawed. So it, it's just uh, speaking of the whole of game, it's a situation. Real quick, shout out to Bulldog. Yeah, he finally made it. Took him a First. while, but he finally made it. Took took him a while. Yeah. Now, oh, <laughs> if we could get the we whole. Need one. Huh? What need what? We, we need Owen. We need the whole Heart Foundation that goes with Brian Pillman as well. Maybe. Nope. I yeah, I still don't know how Owen's not in there. Like, honestly. So, I heard his Brett wife. says it's um, Owen's wife, yeah. Yeah, Owen's wife doesn't want it. She's still suing her, right? I don't know I about suing. She might just... I, she might not want anything to do with the company in general, but... That's actually one of the episodes coming up. 
it's so hard to do it with nothing supporting your back. I feel you. Back. I feel Wait, why don't you use that fucking chair behind you? <laughs> because I was too high, you said. This thing. Anyway, oh, you could st- start from where you're at. I forgot where we were at. We were talking, oh, we're talking about um, Heart Foundation just completely being in and Owen not being in because of Owen's work. They need to be treated like a group like the NWO, DX, yeah. Four Horsemen. Agreed. Because yeah. that second yeah. version of Horror Foundation was, was awesome. They were doing the version of the Horsemen to, you know, yeah. try to yeah. come, be in the, the Attitude Era. Because that's when Bret Hart was healed. It kind of worked. It just... Yeah. Bret is the not... USA versus Canada? Sticks? Yeah. Yeah. Bret shouldn't have been the mouthpiece. Owen should have been the mouthpiece. And I get it. But Owen is a better heel than Bret. I was down with the brothers. <laughs> Definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely he was. was. Um, I don't see it. I feel like a, a good um episode of Dark Side of Light. One they should work on. What do you think would be because we need to hear more about him too. Of who? Uh, Brian Pillman. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, and we have his son out here. Was, we in have WCW in his movie. early years. Right. Go ahead. In WCW in his early years, like, he was phenomenal. Like the match he had against Liger, um, the rivalry he had against uh, the Hollywood Blonde. Uh, was it the Dangerous Alliance? The Dangerous Say Alliance. Again? Yeah, the Dangerous Alliance and uh, the Hollywood Blondes. It was yeah. he was great. Yeah. He was great. Like, and we can get some information based on um, Brian Pillman Jr. out here. He's he's wrestling. He's doing his thing, and he and he looks just like him. He has hair similar to him, but a little bit better. <laughs> so we can get something. I don't know why that's not on this season, but hopefully there's a third season with that on it. Hope that might be that should be episode number one. There's so many wrestling stories that they could do, so yeah. it's like there's so much shit they could look into. Yeah, whether it's whether it's in the U.S. or even in Japan, like they could branch out to New Japan because I'm sure there's shit there that we don't even like really know about in the background. Like, why the fuck? Maybe not? maybe they do the truth behind the CM Punk stuff. Yeah, that too. If CM Punk ever wants to even talk about you, it. Because you know WWE's not feeling him yet. Yeah, CM Punk is yeah, yeah, the Fox. He don't give a fuck yet. He's, he's contracted the Fox. So, like, yeah. That's, yeah, it just... that's a lot of WWE research that that involves a lot of people that's still in WWE. So, I don't know if that's going to happen too soon. But it's possible. You never know. It's possible. I would love so to see So, Roman him. dropped out? I seen that because of his um, low immune. See my boy Riddle challenge Goldberg. Yeah, get get Riddle the fuck out of here. It already got taped. I feel like it's gonna be Braun for some reason. It was Braun already. They already taped it. Fuck Braun. Braun won. (laughs) No, he didn't win. I just said he went against them. Okay. That's that's all. That's all it really was, honestly. But um. Yeah, I don't, Why I don't know Braun? that. Braun, just to make Braun. Goldberg look strong. I hope he didn't win. I'm over Braun. <laughs> and, I'm, and okay, <laughs> well, I, we, you can't share <laughs> their pizza. But um, Braun, Braun oh. is feeling himself a little bit too much right now. He went at um, the murder hawk, um, Lance Archer, saying that he's the great value version of, of him. So 
I'm not with it because Lance Archer is a lot better to me, in my opinion. Lance is a lot better than Braun Strowman, who's just big for nothing. And oh, we know that for sure. And your your company only wants you to have a short reign of a tag title with a kid. They should have been a short reign of an Intercontinental Championship. Exactly. So there's nothing I can really care about. Care less about Braun at this point. And I love Braun, but don't get me wrong. There's certain things that you shouldn't say. One, two, your career doesn't even add up to his. So you call great, call great value if you want, but greatly more, great, greatly more valuable than Braun. That's how I see it. Well, yeah, I mean, in terms of body of work, yeah, that that much is obvious for yeah. the most part. Um, CNA, NWA, New, I, I believe NWA, New Japan for sure. And now AEW. This is going to be amazing for for Lance. Yeah, I think I think he's going to do good. So I like I'm, I'm liking what I see from Brody Lee. What's his name? Yeah. Brody Lee. I need more. It looks good, but I need more. He's, They're making he's... him the head the head of a big faction like that already. Yeah. Big game. Yeah, he taking he's. I mean, that's a lot of trust right there yeah. already. Yeah. And, and it's not. And, and it's he's not taking like he shots at Yeah. And it's not like he can't do it. That's the thing. Like, I, it's not that he can't, because I think he can. He can he, yeah, he can talk, and he just never he got just the fucking chance to do it. So, like, said, and, but they he, have people like fucking what's his name? Like, uh, what's this big other MMA motherfucker? Um, in WWE, Ashley. Ashley, they can't talk for shit. Yeah. Like, well, they gave him Leo. And how? That, how much did that work? Where is he? It worked until it didn't work. That no, was a great. That was the work, best storyline. That was the best storyline that Bobby had in WWE. Name yeah, a great storyline that Bobby had. Lot had to do it. That was not a great storyline. That they Lot pushed that. That was the. That was a horrible storyline. They kept pushing it. Just because they push it doesn't mean it's good. We know that they all. It was also pushing Dolph, Lana, and Rusev storyline. That wasn't good. This Otis and Mandy Rose is, is good. It's decent. I like it. I like it. I like it. I, I would I'm rather you, that. You see that? I guess because it's a two-night uh, WrestleMania now, they're going to give them a shot. Good. Oh, my headphones are. All right, that's that's cool. Um, we're about to, I mean, we're waiting for this. Can you hear me? Come back. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Can you hear us? We can hear you. I don't hear you. <laughs> don't. So well, this is how it cuts out, I guess, because like he's gonna yeah. move the camera and whatever. So um, and now we're not gonna be able to see him again. Yeah. So <laughs> pretty much um, that's probably the end. Of I this. fucked everything up. It's we fine. know it's, it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Most of the bottom, it's fine. Um, he's high. He needs to go. He he's to going to get his phone, his food, and this one. Um, so that's the end of the podcast, pretty much, or the mini episode, whatever. Um, damn, it's fine, it's fine. We appreciate it. Thank you, appreciate it with your black gloves. And uh, if he was here not eating his pizza, which he probably is doing, um, uh, he would probably say the same thing. But, um, thanks again for joining us, guys. It was a good discussion. We had to do this again, um, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, thanks again for being with us. You can follow us on Twitter at Pokes and Chokes, myself at underscore Mr. Alex 25 underscore, um, Kula at 
Indio underscore K-E-W-L-A-E. Drop your, drop your, your socials if you want to drop your socials. No socials? Uh, moment. PD. TBA. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, yeah. With, I'll pass them to Alex. Alex will put them in the comments. Yeah, that's fine. Right. What I did was I actually posted on Twitter um, a picture of what we were doing and our, I, I tagged all of them. All right, bet. There you go. That easy. So thanks again. Thanks for being on the podcast, and we'll catch you guys next week. This right. boom.